Welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey there, and welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club, soon to be the Self-Love for Breakfast podcast. What do you guys think about that? Self-Love for Breakfast podcast. So the whole reason why I started the... Okay, we're going to go way back. We're going to go way back, and we're going to talk about this. So I have already renamed this podcast twice. (laughs) I started out, it was the Rebel Babe Cave, because um, as some of you may know, I own a, a boutique, Rebellia, and you know my whole philosophy behind the boutique is like helping women feel amazing in their bodies, in their skin, um, in their, you know, just amazing in general. I wanted to empower them. I wanted to show other women doing the damn thing. And so that's really, you know, why I started this podcast. And then, you know, after about a year or so, I started coaching And I coach in the realm of self-love. I help people get to the root of their bullshit so that they can love themselves more and heal themselves and live incredible lives. Like that is what I do. And so when I rebranded to the Self-Love Breakfast Club podcast, it was like it went beyond, you know, my store and being like, this is our, you know, our podcast that like goes along with the store. It went beyond that. I wanted to separate it, you know, keep it keep it separate. And there was no actual, you know, I figured we're in a club. You guys listen, we're we're all in a club together. Like this is our club. The, you know, the self-love breakfast club. We eat self-love for breakfast. <laughs> That's what this this podcast is for. And you know, introducing you guys to women who are awesome. Um, you know, that are working on themselves and and me sharing with you how I'm working on myself and like giving, you know, tips and talking about important subjects. And, you know, Deb and I come on here and we jam on some things. And I, I really felt like, you know, let's make this podcast feel like a club. Like I want you to listen and feel like you're a part of things. And and then <laughs> I created the actual self-love breakfast club. Like that we launched that in the beginning of September. I had this idea early spring, like April maybe. And my goal was to create an actual place where it's not you're not just listening. It's not just one-sided where you're listening to me. Um, but you're a part of this community. And so I thought let's bring a community of women who are working on themselves, who are owning their stuff, who just want to be better, do better, help each other, support each other. Let's bring them all into one place. Let's give them, you know, the tools. So like there's a membership dashboard where you have audios for embodiment, meditations that are guided because that's so much, honestly, for me, it's so much easier to do a guided meditation than it is for me to just do it on my own. Um, And then next month, which is in just a few days, we'll be bringing in um, breath work. So... I was like, let's, you know, and we were going to educate, we're going to have workshops, we're going to have breathwork workshops, you know, we may even throw in a book club, (laughs) like we have a club. And 
I did not plan on the club. When I named this a self-love breakfast club, the podcast, like I did not plan on having an actual club. That's just what came out of it. I was like, wow, I could just, I could have a look at club. So we have a club now. And if you haven't joined, go to selflovebreakfastclub.com. Check out what we offer. It's awesome. You guys, it's popping off and it's only going to get bigger and better, especially now that we're adding new things. And then, you know, over the first of the year, it's just, I mean, all of your personal development stuff is here. So yeah, if you're not in the club, come join, get your butt in the club. If, if you know, you don't want to, that's fine. Um, so now here I am and I'm like, okay, well, do I rebrand the podcast again? Do I name it again? Something different. Uh, and not too different, right? Like we still want to keep the premise, but maybe something a little more relatable to people who haven't heard us before, right? I, I don't know if self-love breakfast club just seems a little different for someone who uh, doesn't know me, or doesn't, doesn't know, hasn't been around. But maybe self-love for breakfast is something they can like grasp a little bit more. Maybe something you can get behind. Uh, because think about it. Like, what's the most important meal of the day They say, that they say, right? Breakfast. <laughs> we can start our whole day off, right, with breakfast. Or wrong. Or horribly, horribly wrong. You know, maybe we skip breakfast. Maybe we just eat something that like isn't delicious, but like breakfast is that most important meal of the day. It sets the tone for everything else. And so if we're eating self-love for breakfast, well, shit, you guys, we are, we're setting off our day. Our day is going to be awesome or at least a lot better than a day where we don't start it out with self-love. So that's just been on my heart. I'm thinking about doing that. Um, maybe in the next few episodes, you'll see some changes. Maybe we'll have a new intro. Maybe we'll have some new branding. Um, I, I'm feeling into that and, and I, and I kind of like it. I kind of really like it, you know, self-love for breakfast podcast. So yeah, just know that if that pops up in the near future and you see it and you're like self-love for breakfast, it's me. (laughs) It's just me, you guys. Okay. It's just me. Um, but yeah, so like, wow, what an amazing month, um, that I've had because I am now officially a trauma informed breathwork facilitator. I've already a life coach, trauma informed life coach. Um, I've been doing that for a while now and, and adding in the breathwork facilitator is honestly just, it's so good. You guys like breathwork is just something that helped me so much in my journey. And so that's something I want to be able to offer and to bring to everyone. And so now I get to, and I'm going to be hosting workshops regularly that you are invited to. And if you're in the club then get it as a part of your membership. Um, yeah. And I'm just really, really excited to be able to give this gift of self healing to people because it's truly phenomenal. So that's what happened for me. You know, a lot of my one-on-one coaching clients just finished up their 10-month program, which is amazing. They are, oh my God, I'm so in awe of these humans. I'm so in awe of the work that they have done. My group program ended last month. And so now I'm in this really cool space. I think a lot of people would be like, oh no, what do I do? Like I got to rush and get new clients and stuff. And and I don't feel that way. I'm, I'm really feeling into... What's next? You know, pouring into the club is huge for me. And I'm working on a group program for next year. I've got retreats going on next year. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just kind of like, you know, going to take it slow and, and chill a little bit. I'm not in a rush. And I think that, um, you know, 
people will find me, the people, the right people who need, need it will find me. So I know, I feel like, I feel like that was like morning announcements. And now, (laughs) and now let's move on to the meteor subject today. So let's talk about it. Let's dig in. Let's talk about cutting people off. So there is so much I have to say on this subject. And I think, you know, in the past couple of years, cutting people off has just become like, like breathing. Like it just seems like so many people just, that's their go-to. And I really want to challenge that. I really, really do. I want to sit here and challenge that. And this episode may activate you. You may get mad at me. You may disagree with me. And that's totally fine. Like we don't have to agree on everything. (laughs) You may want to cut me off. Stop listening to my podcast because you don't like my opinion on this matter. And that's, and that's fine. That's on you. Um, but I really do want to talk about this because to me, cutting someone out, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying it's not always warranted. We'll get into that, right? Cutting someone out is very much so like cutting out a trigger food. If there is a food that you cannot control yourself around, and you just keep it you keep it out of your house out of sight you just you don't even look at this food that's not even in your sphere because you do not trust yourself around this food and then what right because that whatever is underneath the trigger is still there just because you take, remove something from your life just because you c- cut something out of your life doesn't mean you've dealt truly with it Because when people trigger us or when people activate something inside of us and it's a yucky feeling and we do not like it and our default is just get rid of them because they're causing this feeling, we rarely look inside ourselves and go, okay, what is it in me? Why am I feeling this way? Right? Like why is this, what is this person activating in me? What information can I gather from this? You know, I, we just see this all the time. Someone upsets you. You know, someone makes you sad. Let's cut them off. They make you angry. Cut them off. They don't support you. Cut them off. You know, they inspire any negative feeling whatsoever. Cut them off. They disagree with you. They challenge you. You know, they tell you the truth. Cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. I have been cut off because I've told friends that I loved dearly. People that I have loved so dearly, I've told them the truth. I've held them accountable and they didn't like it. They did not like it. They wanted me to yes them. They wanted me to agree with them. They wanted me to talk shit about another person and and join up with them rather than being like, are you sure that you want to respond that way? Right? Like just bringing them the truth. So here's the thing. Like I was saying, right? This person inspires a feeling in you (laughs) and it's not a good one. It's not one you like. Or maybe this person crosses boundaries and you let them and you don't like that you let them or you don't or you yell at them or you get upset about it, right? How are you still working on the part of you that is triggered? Because, you know, over time, it's so funny. I don't like... I don't say I love being triggered, but like, no, like I really do kind of enjoy when I feel upset by someone else, even when like it's not directed at me, right? Like I'm just like scrolling through social media. I see someone saying something about something and I'm like, ah, and I feel it. And I'm just like, oh, 
And and it could very well be that this person is doing what I want to do. They're killing it. And I'm like, man, I wish that was me. And it, it inspires jealousy. And I don't like how that feels in my body. And it's, you know, it makes me feel like part of me is like wanting her downfall because somehow that'll make me feel better. That's, I know that's not true, right? And so what's the easiest thing to do? Let's just stop following this person. Well, how am I going to shift what's going on inside of me? Do you guys catch what I'm throwing here? You know, like it can come, when I say trigger, I know like, that is another word that's been misused quite a bit. But, you know, when I say trigger, I mean like basically when another person creates, like, you know, prompts a feeling inside of you and we relate it to that person. And that could be jealousy, like I just said, or that can be just like anger. You know, it's just like it inspires this icky feeling in us that we do not like feeling. And so it's so much easier to just cut them off. They're done out of my life. And so it's like, how much of this is our own stuff here? You know, how much of this is our misinterpretation? And like, how much is actual abuse or toxicity? Like, how much is this about how someone makes us feel due to our own insecurities, as opposed to their actual intentions? How much of it is us mismanaging the relationship? Right? A lot of the time, we're not even considering another person's intentions. You hurt me. And it's like, well, I did not intend to hurt you. That was not you know, my goal. Well, you still hurt me. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but like, when are we going like, to give people the benefit of the doubt and just be like, you know, that was not their intention? You know, Me with my friend, my intention was not to make her feel bad or to hurt her. My intention was to like, help hold her accountable to her highest self to this amazing human that I know she is, you know? And and when we get nasty with another person and we're hateful, that's not us being our best self, you know? But some people want you to be in that negative hole with them. And when you're not willing to do that, you know, it's, it's upsetting. So I, I want to ask this question. Aren't we already cut off? You know, in a world where the majority of interactions are through text messages, status updates, email, like tone of voice disappears entirely. You know, we we put a period at the end of a sentence or, you know, we just say the word K and we're like, they're mad. (laughs) You know, we decide that. You know, harsh words glare at us through the screens of our phones. You know, correct punctuation is viewed as anger, annoyance, or being short. And like we add exclamation points and emojis to come off less serious, you know. And even then, sometimes we take emojis as like being patronizing. You know, full blown internet fights occur over what could be a cordial in person conversation. And we always assign meaning to messages and we take offense rather than asking. We just do it. We block, we unfollow, we unfriend. But like what happened to like being in it with people? What happened to a discussion? I, I, you know, like, or do you remember that back and forth thing that goes on when you're like face to face with a person? I know a lot of us are like, <laughs> don't see humans a lot of the time. But like, what about trying to understand where a person is coming from before knee jerking to just cutting them off? Because we decided that their intentions were bad. You know, we're so quick to jump to negative feelings and defend our ego 
you know, due to our own, our own insecurities more often than not, that like we project these feelings onto this other person. You know, we decide their intentions for them. We decide that they are hurtful. This is all us. We are deciding this. They're mean. They're unsupportive. They're jealous, ignorant. You know, we decide that someone else is an asshole because they like someone or something that we don't. And then we're just like, we write them off. Are we like that big of babies? You know, we can't handle someone in our lives that doesn't always agree with us or like what we're doing, or we always feel like we have to agree with everything that they're doing. Like, did you know that you can agree with something that someone else has said without agreeing to everything? And that that other people can do that too? Like, they can agree with someone on some subject and not every little thing that that person has ever said or done. The world is not black and white. There are so many shades of gray. You know, like we, we just no longer have things like, well, I don't say we no longer have it, but it's so rare to have understanding, middle ground, benefit of the doubt. You know, it's like, it's no wonder that relationships seem impossible and friendships are built on a thread. No wonder complete strangers bash each other. You know, and it's not technology's fault. You know, technology is not at fault here. We are. We are for allowing our own insecurities, our own triggers, our own stuff to interpret what should usually be just a a face value message. So before you start cutting people off, do you want personal growth? Do you want to be the best version of you? Then start accepting others when they don't accept you. And I don't mean accept someone's, you know, horrible behavior, you know, forgive people who hurt you and and forgiveness is for us. It's not for them. And I think there's a whole episode on it. And if there isn't, then we'll do one, (laughs) you know, offer more than just one chance, have some compassion. My goodness. I see people screaming at each other to have compassion while they're not having compassion for the person they're yelling at to have compassion. And having compassion is about, you know, other people's experiences, right? Like everything I have been through in my life from start to here, all of my own experiences have created my beliefs and more of my experiences and conversations and things have shifted my beliefs and my values and my morals and my views. I do not expect another person to have the exact same morals, values, views, beliefs as I do. And yeah, sometimes finding out someone has a belief like that's wildly different from me can feel shocking. It can feel upsetting. But having compassion for them and their experience, because I haven't been in their shoes their entire life, so I don't know how they've arrived to that conclusion. And having compassion for them as a human and knowing that like I can still love this person and, and care for them, even if I don't always agree with them, I think some of the best relationships I have are people who were just very different and it's okay. And there's plenty of people who we, we agree on a lot and that's cool too, you know? I mean, that's great. I don't, I don't need them to 
agree with me or have the same beliefs as me in order for them to be in my world, you know, it's nice to have those conversations with people who get it, like where I'm coming from. But, you know, like I still love you if we don't agree. It's okay. You know, like let's start asking questions rather than assuming and like really agreeing to disagree and not just like agree to disagree, you know, (laughs) but like really just being like this is something we're not going to agree on and it's okay. Manage the relationship. Learn what it means to really be the bigger person here. Being the bigger person doesn't mean you get pummeled or steamrolled or your boundaries are smeared. Being the bigger person means that you are holding compassion for that other person when they're not holding it for you. We're not only nice to people who are nice to us. Right? Like, I don't, I don't have to go out of my way and like hurt myself to be kind to another person who's not going to be kind to me, but I don't need to be hateful. You know? And, and you guys, I want you to know, like, there are always circumstances where you would might need to end a friendship you know, or stop speaking to a relative or disengage from an abusive person, obviously, you know. But I'm just saying that cutting people off isn't always the answer. Just because you don't like what someone has to say, that's a weakness inside of you. It just is. It's something inside of you. It's upsetting to you because you do not have that plethora of experiences that have gotten you to a place where that other person has gotten to, so you can't really understand it, so it upsets you. But truly, you know, if, if there's someone in your life who we set boundaries and they continually break them and they continually, you know, show that they cannot be, I mean, allowed the privilege of being in your life, yeah. I'm not saying it's not okay to not, you know, cut someone off or that you have to have someone in your life that it just makes you miserable, I am simply suggesting we take a deeper look into ourselves here. We look into ourselves and we ask ourselves, am I reacting to this because of a past hurt? Am I reacting to this because I have not made peace with this part of myself yet? And they are, them with this quality just really bugs me. Like looking inward to see. And I'm telling you, you guys, when you start doing that, when you, when you start having a little bit more compassion for other humans and you're, and you're able to just be like, what is my role in this? And not like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like I always have to disclaimer here and I, I really hate that because someone will always be like, well, what about this? <laughs> you know, like I obviously can't address every single friggin' scenario. Just know that like, you know, in your heart, what is best for you, okay? I can't tell you that. Um, not, n- no one can tell you what's best for you. So if someone, you know, if you need to cut someone out of your life, cool, do it. Um, if someone is really toxic and unmanageable, do it, you know? So I tend to ask myself, you know, if this person were to be lying in a hospital bed, how would I feel? You know, if I go no contact with someone, and someone that I love, someone that I care for, you know, because we have a difference of opinion or we have a fight or, you know, I, I feel whatever, upset about them, something they've done, you know. If they're lying in a hospital bed, how would I feel? Okay, and that's, that's something I use to gauge. 
And if I know that I'd be like freaking out or really upset or really, really worried, then I know that like maybe no contact is not the best thing for right now. Another question to ask is, can I manage this relationship better so that this person no longer upsets me? And by that, I mean setting firm boundaries and standing by them. And yes, when you set boundaries, people freak out because they're not used to it, right? Like if you never, never, never set boundaries and you let people walk all over you and then suddenly you stand up and you're like, no, I'm not going to allow this. Yes, expect people are going to freak out. That's what's going to happen. Um, but we kind of have to retrain people how to treat us because we've already taught them that it was okay to treat us like crap, right? So so we need to retrain them. Like, yeah, that's not okay anymore and it's going to be a little tough and a little difficult, but sometimes it's worth doing. Sometimes it's worth sticking in it to do that. So maybe maybe there's a way that we can better manage a relationship with someone so we don't have to cut them out. Maybe we just need firmer, stronger boundaries. Another question to ask is, is this person truly toxic and abusive to me and my well-being? You know, if there's a person, um, I used to have this friend who, oh my goodness, every time the phone would ring, I'd see her name on it and be like, oh my God, <laughs> I, oh, I don't have the energy, right? It was just like negativity, negativity, dumping on me, dumping on me. And this went over years and years and years. Like this was just like not a short-term thing, you know, like sometimes people have a hard time and, and being there for them can, can, you know, be rough, but like they'll get through it. Um, and this person was just like always miserable and it, and it just wore on me and it was exhausting, you know? And so like, yeah, it was just like not good for me at the time to like have someone like that in my life. And, and she didn't really, you know, I didn't know how to set boundaries with her and that was my, where I was at with it. That was, you know, part of my problem. I didn't know how to set those boundaries with her. And if I had, then maybe, maybe I wouldn't have had to cut her off, you know? Um, someone abusive to you and your well-being, you never have to put up with that. You never have to put up with someone just like being awful to you. Um, what I'm talking about, what I've been talking about is interpretation, right? Like we just decide someone's horrible. Um, I know someone who, you know, I, I think I said something like um, about working together and I said, you know, I'm not sure I'd feel safe to work with you again, um, but I'll keep an open mind. And she came back with me uh, came back at me and was like, oh, so you think I'm a horrible person? What? <laughs> like, that's not what I said, right? And, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about interpretation. When we interpret that someone else is telling us we're bad or wrong or horrible, when that's not what they actually said. And then we cut them off based on that. I am talking, I'm not talking about that. Like that, that's what I've been saying this whole time. But when someone actually is like horrible to you, if someone calls you names and, you know, oh, well, you're fat and ugly and stupid and worthless and like, yeah, you do not need that shit in your life, period. Like that is an automatic cutoff. I mean, for me, you know? And so just know that like throughout this like whole episode, like I'm not saying you need to just like put up with people being abusive to you or mean to you, or horrible to you. I'm just saying, like, maybe be a little bit more open to what part of, of this is your stuff. Am I interpreting what this person is saying to me that they're telling me I'm bad or wrong or horrible, or is it really true? You know? So another thing to ask ourselves, is it me? You know? Is it me? Am I the problem? 
And that is so hard for us, you guys. Like, it is so hard for us to look at ourselves and to be like, I could be really wrong here. That's hard. That takes a lot to be able to do that, you know? Because what if the answer to that question is yes? Can we face it? You know, can we face that we might actually be the problem? And instead of focusing on our growth, like our own growth that we could do in ourselves, we're relying on the removal of another person to do the growing for us. Yeah. So let's not do that. Let's not rely on the removal of another person from our life to do the growth for us. Let's grow. Let's work on ourselves. Let's look at what our role and our responsibility is in this objectively. And I know that's hard to do with with people that we care about or when emotions are involved. It's really hard to be objective when it comes to us. But really look, how am I contributing to this? And and I'm not saying in like this self-deprecating way where you're like, it's all my fault, I ruin everything. I'm not talking about that, that voice, right? We all know that voice. I'm not talking about that. I'm just like, what's my role here? How could I have approached this better? Or, you know, what, what hurt is going on inside of me that made me react to this, like, maybe a little more strongly than I would have if I didn't have this hurt? So, yeah, you guys, um, I'm always into looking deeper. Let's look deeper. Let's, how can we grow How can we become better versions of ourselves? And sometimes that's digging into the ugly stuff. Sometimes that's having the kind of conversation with ourselves, with others that we don't want to have, you know, like this is, this is shadow work, (laughs) really stopping to look at ourselves and looking at our role in our relationships and, and why, you know, how we're contributing to that. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you guys are in the the club, the Self Love Breakfast Club, um, I'd love to hear from you and what you think about this. Um, I know we'll be working on on some of this stuff real soon. Again, it is so great that you guys are here with me. I love you so very much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, and we'll talk to you soon. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.